0: Welcome to the truth in this art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I'm in Philly. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm in the city of brotherly love where they, they make those, those, those cheesesteaks,
1: right? Yeah, cheesesteaks, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm here today, I have the privilege of being in conversation with a self-taught visual artist who was raised in the North and the uptown communities of Philadelphia who uses abstract and mixed media mediums to express himself through art. Uh, his unique style of abstract expressionism uh, uses uh, bright and vibrant colors for his work that uh, of art that usually focuses on the concepts of lo- the concepts of love, family, political issues, and just different phrases that come to place. Uh, please welcome my man SK Sean Kenzie. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Yo, yo, what's up, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, listen, look, right? So, I have a five-month-old now. Oh, so got it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, man. He's, like, really energetic. Uh-huh. So, he shows that you have to be a very active parent. And that's an everyday thing, man. So, yeah. we're both here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're both here, man. Both I, I,
0: here. I look back, like... You know, when age has befallen us, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember watching, um, New, not new, Egyptian, uh, uh, Boys in the Hood recently, uh-huh. And I, I was looking at it, right? And you know, I have an alias back in Baltimore, uh, okay. with my, my friends, they call me Young Fish. Okay,
1: because <laughs> it's, it's a
0: few too many fishburn references, yeah. it's like I'm fishburn in different movies, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm really keen on his age, and he's like my age in the movie, and uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I hate this,
1: yeah, you can't do that. And he <laughs> aged him
0: up, by the way, because he was only 30, he was playing like 37.
1: Dan yeah, Peru? real, yeah. Yeah, I, I did not know that. So
0: you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, I'm 37 now. Was I? Am I washed? And I, right. I started doing that. I started doing that thing. <laughs> no. So start questioning yourself. So, I had a gray pop out on the sideburn. I so was like, y'all can't have Reed no, Richards listen. now.
1: I found one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe two. They come up in weird places.
0: <laughs> like I have one in the nose, one up here, one on the side. Nah, y'all yeah, gone. Yeah, here. Yeah, right, I right. pluck them. Um, <laughs> I remember one of my other podcasts. My buddy, he has a lot of gray, and I was like, "Yo, you are in here looking like Mister Glass?" He's Mr. like, "Mister Glass,
1: right?" He's like, "Got it."
0: <laughs> so, be- before we get too deep into the the conversation. Yeah. Um, I wanna get the the Sean Kenzie story. Give me give me the, the elevator pitch, like what is the story, like your early some um, art experience and things of that nature. Let's let's start off there and then we'll move from there on to uh, some other questions.
1: Man, um gonna take it back to when I was about from six to eight years old, living with my grandmother mm-hmm. uh right around that time. My uncles, they had the flyest kicks, man. Like growing up, like <laughs> Talking the Scotty Pippins, the Penny Hardaway's, the uh, Jordan's, the Vans out back then, uh, you know, things of that nature. And I was really good at hand eye coordination. Yeah. And I would draw out their sneakers, you know, had like a notepad, maybe about eight inches wide, nine inches high. Yeah. And I, w- I would just sketch every pair of sneakers they have. Every single day. And it became a habit almost. Yeah. To whereas though I got older, um, you know, first and foremost, I was a basketball player. Okay. All all my life, man. Yeah. So I uh, played basketball. Uh, That was my first love. But I always had a thing for like arts and like fashion, you know, thanks to my uncles. Yeah. And um, when I got older, I just started tapping into the the animal (laughs) mixtapes.
0: Of course you were. So, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. You know, that was my era. Yeah. So, um, I love the, the, uh, the, uh, boxes. Yeah. 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 Came in. Yeah. And I would make posters of those boxes. Oh, really? All of my walls. Yeah. That's hard. So. Yeah. That's how it all started, honestly. Uh, and just later on, I just grasped that whole, you know, you know what? Uh, you may want to do it professionally, so, so here on here. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so starting off with something that most people are like, yeah, I'm done with this, or it's used for other purposes. Like, you might put your cards in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I There's a guy I know um, in Baltimore, he does uh, dioramas. Yeah. Of old, with old Al-Troy
1: 10s. Okay.
0: So, you know the whole, like, um, what is it, uh, operation? Mm-hmm. He has different ones that are different segments of the whole operation board. That's 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 crazy, right?
1: That's very crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And so,
0: when someone's repurposing something, like we're very wasteful Mm -hmm. here. So, when you're able to repurpose something and turn it into art, that's the stuff that's really interesting to me. Thanks,
1: thanks. I agree.
0: So. Talk, let's talk about feelings. Oh, That's that very weird to put it, right? Let's talk about feelings.
1: Are we in therapy now? <laughs> uh, well, a little cool, bit.
0: Cool. Um, what what feelings do you, your, are you usually trying to express within your art? Because, you know, I, I see, you know, certain messages that are in there. Keep your head up. You know, love all, peace, um, stay focused. Just things that are solid things that people need to be aware of. People need to hear. People need Absolutely. to say, all right, I'm walking by. Like, I'm a person that. Yeah, I was walking here earlier, just walking around, mm-hmm. and I absorbed the messages that are there. So if you see a message and it just hits you, like, yeah, yeah I'm keep my head up. So yeah, you're you right, bro. You're right. you know, imaginary message person. Yeah. So tell me yeah. about some of those feelings.
1: Um, I try to incorporate what people go through every single day, mm-hmm. you know, like through their lives, and um, just trying to send a message of black positivity, especially in the black community. Yeah. Because we deal with so much trauma, like, every single day, it's, you know, especially being a black man. Yeah. In society. So, I just try to make sure that uh, it sends a message, you know, towards everyday people who, you know, it's like, it's like make a living every day, who's struggling, you know, who can't keep their head up. Yeah. So, things of that nature. And, I, you know, the sole purpose is to really just put a smile on you someone's face so
0: yeah i mean yeah. If, if i was a ghost messenger i'd be like yo eat less red meat yo put your pants it, it would just right be, it, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah but it would also be like ridiculous things it's like yo you going to trip on something right it's just like me just trolling
1: yeah it's almost yeah. trolling i get it
0: but you're but doing the positive thing i think that's like i said it's important it's important to kind of have that because where like if you use social media, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many things out there just telling you you're not worth it, you're not important, you're like this, you're that, that comparison thing. Yeah. But when you're just hearing something, reading something rather that you're coming by, like oh wow. uh, yeah, I should do that. This yeah. is this is something that's for right. me. All right. So so why is it visual that that resonated with you maybe more than the other like mediums?
1: Um, I would say because I'm also hands-on and okay. I'm like very big on actions too. So I chose to do visual more because we're surrounded by, you know, it's like nonstop it's like marketing. Yeah, yeah. Wherever we go, it's a science, a billboard. It's can't avoid somewhere. branding. <laughs> can't avoid branding, right? Yeah. yeah. So therefore you can avoid, you know, it's like visual artwork. So I'm just very big on this, uh, it being bold and just clear as day. Yeah. Like the message is right there. So.
0: Yeah. So it's it's almost a kind of a counter to some of that stuff that we're, we're seeing out there it's like you know yeah. in this like if you if you look at it like a stream right mm-hmm. there's so many like if it's a stream and like salmon are spawning right there's so many going by it's like eventually you're going to see one that catches your eye yeah and you know a lot of this stuff like it becomes noise seeing like oh Dunkin' donuts burger king blah blah blah, blah. Right.
1: over and over again but
0: you see something that's striking it has like a positive message you're like oh is that, is that for me? Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah. Uh, that kind of reminds me of like uh seeing, you know, like certain food commercials. Mm-hmm. Like, like me personally, I don't eat certain things. Yeah. So whenever I see a commercial where it's like, you know, uh new juicer or, like, a vegan restaurant, like, something like that, yeah. it, you know, catches my eye yeah. further than the everyday, like, McDonald's. Where's the Arby's at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what i yeah. So, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: when, when somebody puts out something that just, it just hits, it, it hits the mm-hmm. person it, I think whatever the messaging is, it mm-hmm. hits who's supposed to hit. Who's so, like, to
1: hit. Right.
0: you know, and going back and listening to old episodes of this podcast, I'll make references to something that's just so yeah. obscure. Yeah. And it's like 10 people like, I know what you're talking about, bro. I was like, right. that was for you then. <laughs> that was for y'all. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, so, So tell us about Vision 22. And so I'm feeling like you mentioned the basketball thing, so I feel like that was a number you had at one point?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 22 is my jersey number. 22 is also an acronym. So – how it all started was First I had a clothing brand Yeah That was called Vision 22 mm-hmm. Right And I uh, Basically Incorporated that With my logo uh, As you can see The uh, eye has a 22 in it Yeah So that symbolizes My mother's birthday mm-hmm. You know For one July 22nd She's a crazy cancer Sorry <laughs> the cancer's out there But She's a crazy cancer But um She's my motivation Yeah In everything I do you know, things growing up I've done, you know, she's a huge help in my life. So I always had that vision, you know, from her to you know, just stay on track, keep doing the right thing, you know, keep believing in yourself. Yeah, And she distilled that in me t- yeah. till now. The positive messaging. Yeah, 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 the positive messaging. So I use that number um, and that number is the acronym and it stands for inspiration for creation mm. so spell that out yeah that's 22 letters total
0: okay that's a little numerology yeah, there numerology yeah, right. right
1: so um after a while i started going with the name you know vision 22 but it just didn't click in me honestly mm-hmm. so i felt like you know what's wrong with the world knowing my real name right you know uh sean Kinsey. so i just rather the world know who I really am. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't hide by a name. So, it's Sean Kinsey Art. You know I, what I'm saying? I, so, yeah. I dig it. It's, it's, a,
0: it's a certain, like, level of ownership. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. literally, I'm putting my name on this. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I mean, we can change our names. It's like, no, I'm putting yeah. my name on this. This is, like, when... It's almost like putting a stamp of approval, like in, in doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, going back to the pod, you know, it's mostly based in Baltimore, mostly based in the city. Mm-hmm. And when I've like, I had to make some considerations when I stepped out and it's like, I'm going to do this series in Austin, Texas. And then later I'm going to do a series in Philadelphia. Right. And I'm putting my stamp and my, my name on just what I'm deciding. So people are coming to, like, believe in what I'm doing, believe in this brand of storytelling. The same I would, you know, imagine with your work, your art, that it's like I'm expecting a certain quality and I'm expecting a certain experience from that.
1: Simple as that. Yeah. All right. Simple as that. So I agree.
0: Let's talk about the Philly in your your style. How does uh, Philly um, influence your style creatively, professionally or personally?
1: Um, Creatively? Philly, I would say we have a lot of swag here, oh, honestly. Oh, my gosh. It's my opinion, man. Because uh, of the
0: East Coast. East Philadelphians, we huh? We are man. like,
1: uh, you know, like top of the top, man. And, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> listen, speed is a speed, bro, right? <laughs> I love it. Spade I love Speed a spade, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, Uh, my style, it's inspired from uh, like my skiing. Okay. You know, back in the day, uh, you know, guys like that and just that, uh, that fluent, like being known of, uh, you know, hip hop artistry and, you know, things of that nature that all go into my artwork. Yeah. Honestly, just so, you know, how laid back we are, but also loud we can be, you know what I'm saying? It's like loud and vibrant. So <laughs> that comes with the color scheme of things. Uh, personally, I feel like being a Philadelphian, you have to be cutthroat, honestly. Uh We come from a very cutthroat city where everyone's in competition with one another. Yeah. You know, which is fun at times. Yeah. And um, it gives you that sense of, like, cockiness. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like you have to have a certain level of arrogance. Not so much where, you know, it's like people hate you, but yeah. so much like, uh, you know what? I can respect this person. Yeah. So that and just like you know, me being from Philly, man. Regardless, man, like two 215 five all day. So <laughs> this guy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, but you I, what I mean, like, I, I hear
0: it though. I hear it. I mean, we we have some of that. I always joke like I like Philly a lot. Yeah. And I'm like Philly just has a better PR situation. They're further ahead when we're than we are in Baltimore. Like we're. Uh-huh like a cycle behind jar. Yeah. And I think like when it comes to that, like that kind of rebrand and that acknowledgement of all of the cool stuff that happens up here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that. Very kind of, cool stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to knock it. I'm not going to knock it. I mean, I'm up here yeah. doing this interview. Right. And, and, it's, and it's funny because it's, it's similar in that regard. And, mm-hmm. um, I think there, there is that competition. And I think there is that opportunity for collaboration as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And, um, yeah i i have this running bit with my partner with my with my girlfriend where uh we, we talk about how loud something is based on the volume of the person saying it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, it's on old black Baltimorean man right now. right? Cause it's just loud. loud, Right. And, and, <laughs> I, and I told her, I was like, it's because we, we had all of these like, um, day labor jobs. So mm-hmm. we worked on a railroad. Yeah. Everybody's death is what's loud. happened.
1: Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And mm. what do I see up here? Trains, trains, nonstop,
1: thing. trains, loud cars. <laughs> Boom! All right,
0: <laughs> and then a lot of performances because I I, yeah. wanna, I almost got earplugs. I was like, "Hold on, bros in Philly, let me put my earplugs in before I do this interview." <laughs> <laughs> so, so thinking back, yeah. like early on, and you know when you're 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 going through like some of the N one stuff, and you're kind of going through like the box, and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna replicate this. I'm gonna make this." Um, how do you feel you've grown as an artist, and like from this point, like where you're at? Like, where do you think you've grown at before this? And to this point where do you want to grow where do you see your most growth opportunities
1: uh, so where I've grown yep. honestly I would say a lot man uh, between the realm of like uh just maybe I would say six years ago yep. so remind you just basketball yeah like that was my life like basketball 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 I uh, played in college. Play semi-pro, you know, Try to go, you know, Try to do the whole like, overseas thing. Yeah. Um, that was my life for a while. But I always felt like I was hiding something, you know, mm-hmm. it's like hiding that real talent. Because let's be honest, where we come from, mm-hmm. it's frowned upon, you know what I mean? It's like, you're in like, the art? Why are you in the yeah, art? Yeah, it's like, you're in the art? That's what suckers, you know what I'm saying? Like, We're yo, like, go
0: sell some drugs. I'm like, huh? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, you
1: even got, you know, drug deals uh, you know, being a basketball player mm-hmm. or just being a rapper. Yeah. You you have three it's it's
0: like choose your
1: own adventure and art's not a part of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why when it comes to being a, a black man, that's not a part of it, but it just was frowned upon yeah. until a while ago, probably like five, six years ago, uh my wife and I we went to a uh Pink with a twist. Yeah. That's how it I started. Um I was like, yo, I can do this professionally. I know I can.
0: So when you get to a, and, 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 and because I want to key in on that piece right there, when you get Mm -hmm. to a spot where you're doing something, because you started off early with having that interest in it, right? Mm -hmm. And then like basketball kind of taking that focus, being like, this is at the forefront. Right. And then kind of having an experience that makes you dive back into it. How did that feel to kind of be reintroduce to something that you were interested in, but you really didn't have the opportunity or capacity to really pursue it?
1: Don't get me wrong. It was a scary process, honestly. Oof. Yeah. Uh, because I felt like for so many years, I was busy not being myself, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the aspect of just wanting people, you know, to accept me who I was. And this has always been me. Yeah. I've always been into arts. Uh, but you know, from my peers and, like, you know, certain neighborhoods you grew up in, it's how I said, like, being an artist isn't a cool thing to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it took me a while to be like, you know what? To hell what people think. right? Like, this is who I am, this is what I want to do. And it, from five and a half, six years ago, if I till now, mm-hmm. I've done a lot and I'm not comparing, but there's artists that I know who've been painting professionally for years yeah. and they haven't, uh, you know, achieved as many goals or accomplishments that I have within this five, six year span, mm-hmm. but that's due to my hard work, you know?
0: What what is one that that comes to mind as far as like when you have that checklist, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you heard that joke when they were talking about like people were talking about it on like Instagram, like you know the rock is just doing side missions. He's rapping because right. of DC. <laughs> so yeah. like of that checklist of things that you've had on your list mm-hmm. of this is what you want to accomplish. What have you accomplished that you're know, like? Okay, yeah, that's definitely memorable. That's definitely something that sticks out for you.
1: Uh, it's top two memories. Yeah, sure. I would say my mural in the airport. Yeah, that's all that. That's right now. <laughs> um, That right there alone just like a, whoa.
0: I was like, how did I get this guy again? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, no, like
1: seriously. Uh, When they reached out to me, I was like. Because this is the mural city. This can't be right. R- right. Yeah. I'm like, you know. This can't be real. So I kept checking my email. I'm like, okay, this is real. <laughs> and I uh, showed my wife. She was like, "Damn, you pop- <laughs> <You're> popular! You popular!" <laughs> I was like, "Nah, man." Uh, but uh, that was a surreal feeling. That, and I would say I did a mural out in Sacramento, California, mm. I mean, about four years ago. Yeah. Uh, good friend of mine. He works for a company called uh, Rethink Direct. Um, and they're like all over the entire country. Yeah, and they flew me out, paid for my flight. I mean, that's a good feeling, by the way. You're right, I am not gonna stop. Yeah, and um, you know, he was like, "Yo, you know, for for, for commissioning you to do this yeah. wall in here, get the job done." I was like, "Cool,
0: bet you got it." You know, what
1: I mean, so so just to know that I have artwork in a. Totally different coast. Yeah. You're bi coastal
0: as, a, as, a, as an artist. Bi right coastal, now. right. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, it's like to know that I have canvases everywhere. I, you know, I have collectors in Texas now, California, Michigan, Jersey, you know, uh, PA, North Carolina, Florida, Georgia. Yeah. It goes on and on. So that was a huge, huge compliment within my career, that's that's, honestly, that's yeah.
0: dope. I mean, um, you know, and that's kind of like what I was sharing with you earlier with doing the, mm-hmm. the Austin series, what have you. Yeah, being able to take something that I have no ties to that city, and being able mm-hmm. to go down there and say, right. "This is what I want to do." Yeah, can you help me bring it to fruition? Just that that idea of trust, mm-hmm. and of someone saying, "Yeah, I'll fly you out for you to do it," and then they have like faith in you, and you are like, yeah. literally, this is all coming from me.
1: Manifestation,
0: yeah. And you're, you're getting yeah. these messages, as you've, you've touched on earlier. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: We're not telling you to, you know, it's like, oh, you can get here if you play basketball. You right. can get here if you did this. Right. Like, why aren't you rapping yet? Right. But you're going <laughs> there and saying, I'm doing something that is very much self-made, mm-hmm. that I'm making a lane for myself, using my hands to do it.
1: Using my hands, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, what, like, what would you want to accomplish in, let's say, the next three years? Like, what's something that's, like, up there? You're like, I see it. Hey, you're going to speak it into existence right now, actually. Mm-hmm. What is that thing for you in the next three years that you want to have accomplished?
1: Next three years? Yeah. I want to have a painting in a famous art museum, no matter where it's at. It's a couple here? Yes. Uh-huh. It's a couple here, but mainly my main goal in the next three years is to get a painting in some other state, country, whatever the case may be. But there's something that... Uh, since my name like globally and yo. that's really it honestly
0: for those listening when this episode yeah. drops tag your favorite museum that my man's work should be in
1: yeah please do tag him tag yeah. him up uh, spam him do. spam yep. him with this episode <laughs> sure, <laughs> now, please do
0: no that's, that's great that's great and I think we have to really speak on those things and yeah. really not keep them internal because mm-hmm. you know on the way up here I was like I, I do the audio books, right? Yeah. And I'm listening to a book and it's like, we get so caught on this idea. We should just hold the things in and keep them things to ourselves, mm-hmm. whether it's something we desire to do, whether mm-hmm. it's, Hey, I dug this conversation with you. I want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. We we don't do that enough. And then we wonder why mm-hmm. things feel fake and feel contrived and feel like very true. we're not getting the response that we want.
1: Yeah. Because we're not being open about it. We're not being know? open. We're not being authentic. Man. And exactly. the
0: other person is like, I can't do the work for you. I can't reach mine. No. So we're it able just to say, look, I want to have this podcast in multiple like cities. I want to be mm-hmm. able to do X, Y, and Z from this. Speak it out there. You want to uh, have your work in you know multiple, not one, multiple, yeah.
1: multiple, multiple, yeah, Speak. shit, multiple, man. And um, I honestly say, uh, between this five six year span, I have definitely spoken a lot of things, in you know, in. To manifestation of uh, from, you know, like the airport to doing collabs with like restaurants, um, you know, having a website, things like that. Would you
0: say like in pursuing opportunities, right? mm -hmm. Do you really think outside of the box? and, And I say that. Because, like, I'll talk to artists, like people who have paintings and so on, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Man, I'm not really moving any of my work," you know. What and you have these storage fees and so on, yeah. but they have a very limited idea of where their work should be shown. Mm-hmm. So, like, you see walls here, right? Right. There's obviously people's work on here. Yeah.
1: This will be beneath them. You see what I'm saying? So, how do you pursue like opportunities? Do you limit the opportunities you pursue? I definitely limit because I uh, feel like all connections aren't good connections. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, there's been times where I've, you know, I could have did something or had that opportunity that I didn't want to take because I knew it wasn't a fulfillment towards my future sure. or what's going on now. So I was just like, you know, I would like turn certain things down
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I felt like that's what helps you grow so you, as an artist. You can't
0: say yes to everything. No, you
1: can't. No, you can't because it gets watered down like that. Yeah. So, nah, uh uh-uh.
0: But I think, like, is it fair, like, when someone is starting out, like, be judicious, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of think of, like, all right. Because there are some people who are like, yeah, I don't want my stuff in a coffee shop for sake of argument. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you're not selling it, though. You're not moving it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's something like that, but, like, in a space like this where other creators are at, stuff is going to be seen. I
1: would say, Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, by any means, when you first starting out, mm-hmm. it's like by any means, do what you have to do, right? Yeah. But also have the sense of knowing your worth. Yeah. And it's like knowing where you belong, and knowing that you don't belong everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I so, that. uh, yeah, just you know, just having that mindset of like, hey, you know what? I'm not being like arrogant, yeah. but um, letting you know that that's not where my work, you know, should be, and this is where i work is going to be in the near future. So, yeah. just being mindful of uh, speaking things to existence.
0: I, I agree with that.
1: Like, you know what I mean, so
0: when I go through the process of like figuring out who do I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm talking to everybody, because one, I can't, right. but two, it's just like, oh, you're just going at the people with clout. It's like, I'm not going through Instagram and seeing how many followers someone has. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> that would no. be wild. Like, that yo, would be
1: very, very strange.
0: That's like, yo, you got 30,000 followers? I bet.
1: And honestly, something like that, for example, yeah. so when it comes to me, I feel like I'm very underrated for one, uh, you know. And, you too, brother? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't have the, you know, like thousands and thousands of followers, you know, the whole popularity thing. Um, don't really care for it.
0: That's not what you're doing it for, right? Right.
1: Because uh, the work speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I do have that problem with like uh, just accepting, you know, s- certain things into my, you know, whole business, business expert.
0: When... When opportunities get presented, like people ask me to MC, and people ask me to do different things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I'm I'm kind of open to it because I'm like, all right, this opportunity, depending on what it is, yeah. if I'm doing something that's community-based, mm-hmm. I should probably be in the community for certain things where it makes sense, right? I agree. But yeah. when it flips of, hey, would you guys be interested in funding this? I'm doing this series about blah, blah, blah. And it makes sense. The pitch is there. The business case is there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro.
1: Like, what's the impact? What's the impact,
0: right. impact statement? How many followers you got? How many downloads you yeah.
1: got? Yeah. And why is that, man? I don't get it. Honestly, I don't can, get can it. Can someone answer? Like, why does it take someone?
0: It's a validation marker,
1: right? So, in order for them like to respect your like craft of what you do. You have to have this amount of followers or, you know, and these while, people following you.
0: And while right. they're being a fan, too.
1: It's like, that's yeah, true. I'm
0: aware of what you do. I like what you do. Cool. But I'm
1: not going to show you so much love.
0: It's like, here's the love. <laughs> that's all you're getting.
1: And, and let's touch on that. Honestly, yeah. that's my... That's one of my main reasons why I feel like I had to get out. I had to leave. Mm. I feel like I had to. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, cutthroat, put very cutthroat here. And honestly, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. But, I just feel like there's so much time being wasted here with like popularity mm-hmm. and everyone being like clicked up, you know, who's probably over there, who's popular over there. And if you're not, I, you know, I, I don't care how talented you are, but if you're not, we can't roll with you. Do you That's do a problem I have here.
0: Do you feel that, let's say, I don't know if the move happens, right? Mm-hmm. Where, let's say someone goes to L.A. They're mm-hmm. definitely Philly, but they go to L.A., they go to New York, and they kind of get that sort of new coloring on them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, now, now we want to rock with you. Do you think that is hap- Is that what happens?
1: I think that happens a lot, honestly.
0: S- same, same in Baltimore.
1: I have friends who have, uh, you know, I have best friends who are entrepreneurs too. Yeah, um, they moved to Cali mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dom, uh, Sick Days, Sick Days Clothing. Uh, and he moved to Cali. His brand is so rare and it's like so unique, mm-hmm. so cool, great quality stuff. Yeah, but the love he got here was like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, it's like compared to the popular people yeah and then the popular people is, is something lacking
0: there for the people that know like art and that know the, right, the work
1: right they're like no you're really just lacking. popular you yeah, just yeah. have that just, just popular right so he moved to cali yeah and like things were like completely different for him now mm-hmm. like completely different but i think some of these cities that and in
0: I believe like Philly has a few more resources than Baltimore does. Mm-hmm. But I think that comparison still is very apt where it is a lot. It is people fighting over a few different crumbs here and there because a lot of them are already earmarked for the more popular people for whatever reason.
1: Right. I, absolutely. So, yeah.
0: you know, because you've been putting in that work, you can mm-hmm. do so many different things that if you go to another location with a few more resources, right. it's like, damn, you know how to do all of that?
1: Right. right yeah. Right. Because I didn't have <laughs> <Yeah>. a choice. <laughs> didn't have a choice. At all. And I feel like that's what <coughs> had pushed me forward. You know, just realizing that I, you know, it's like didn't have a choice. And it's like then regardless, I'm going to put the work in. Yeah. Regardless. So.
0: So I think that's a good spot for us to stop on the real questions. Yeah. So now it's time to get to some rapid fire ones for you.
1: Okay. Got some cool. quick
0: questions for you. Nothing too intense. Cool. 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 Um, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the good one for last. Favorite uh, color, and I spell color with a U because I'm bougie. Damn, and I spell color with a U. Yeah, they like that.
1: So I have favorite colors. Honestly, my nah. favorite color blue. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I gotta hold y'all, y'all, artist types. Yeah, too. man, blue's my favorite color. I gotta put parameters color, on man. y'all. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, you know, it depends on the Julian It's like, all right, all right, when the season. All right, I Pantone, like <laughs> on chill <the> season, out, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, what is your go-to movie when you need like a mood boost, like something that cheers you up when you're like, man, things kind of suck, man. I, you know, because we go up and down sometimes when it comes to like the art stuff. Yeah. It's Like, yo, nobody cares. I put this up. No one gave a shit. You know, like whatever. What's Friday. That? Friday.
1: One, two, and three. Okay. Yep. I yeah. I think. I think. Uh, Friday. Yeah.
0: Um. What is your favorite quote about life? We got to get introspective here. What is your favorite quote about life?
1: Um. One of my quotes, honestly. Please. <laughs> I mean, it's the gym. <laughs> like, so, so can I be like wrong here? Yeah, I was wrong a second ago. Go ahead, please. My favorite quote is like, do what's best for you. Yeah. And that's simple. Like, do what's meant for your life and your life only. Yeah. Fuck what people think. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And that's my quote every single day I say it. Do what's best for you. What's best for Sean?
0: My, <laughs> I'll tell you my quote when we get off mic because mine's is ridiculous. So I'm going to share it when we get off All mic. Right. Uh, this is the last one I got for you. Um, cool. What's the best piece of fashion advice you've ever gotten? Because I, I see you, I see you. You got yellow. Get.
1: Um, I, I'll give you your Philly swag. You, you have some <laughs> swag. In yeah, so what's the best something. piece
0: of fashion advice you've gotten.
1: My uncle, man, um, Tom, we like. So reminds you we're like three years apart. That's always and, funny. though. And days. that's it.
0: Yeah. Those, those ages. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh-huh. Like three years apart, but he's always been like a, you know, big brother to me, uh, big uncle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he just always taught me just to like stand out. Yeah. Don't look like a mannequin. This is just free line. Don't dress like a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. It's like stand out. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking back in 2000. Six when everybody's wearing, you know, polo. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, Nike boots. The, uh, you know, Burberry shirts. And you're talking the, about a wild era right now. Wild era, right? Yeah. While we were wearing, you know, what everybody's trying to wear now. Yeah. You know, the Supremes. yeah. Okay. You know, things like that. Yeah. The you know BBC. You know, the Babe. Whatever. Um. He just always taught me, just to stand out. Yeah. Don't be stuck in the time neither. Like, no, yeah. Don't wear shit because they're wearing it.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's applicable. That's a problem
1: I have with fashion period.
0: I think that's applicable in just in not purely fashion. Yeah. But even like in music, right? Like Yeah, music too. When yeah. you go back and you listen to something it's like, yo, don't listen to what's happening right now because right. like you hate when like a rapper I, you like or whatever, it's just like, yo, can you listen to something else?
1: Seriously. Because, I really think people have a problem with following trends Mm -hmm. they may not see it Mm -hmm. or i can't admit it but they follow trends way too much i'm not gonna wear you know those sneakers because everybody wears them now I, 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 i might wear them five years later and that's, that's you know it's, it's like it's, worn out or it's one of the things that uh i remember currency saying he's like i, I
0: write my winter wraps in june
1: yeah and it's yep, like yeah. i like
0: that or even when i would I go spit it. Yep. You, when i would go like shopping and go like i, I would buy a batch of things mm-hmm. i would get my stuff like like off season intentionally yeah I would hold yeah, it for like man. a year yeah, like yeah. there's stuff i haven't even like cracked that's just been you know in mm-hmm. storage mm-hmm. for like a minute and i was just like yo because i was even looking at and this is weird, like you know, living the the kind of arty lifestyle, being around artists. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of black heart shirts. Yep, and just <laughs> just wear the same thing because I was just yeah, like know, it's a uniform.' You know, it's like we have like a creative uniform.
1: I honestly don't get dressed anymore. I so have my clothes have paint all over them now, so that's a whole like fashion statement right there. Yeah, like by accident, yeah. you know, first of all, but uh. I honestly don't get dressed anymore. I feel like I just don't have to sometimes.
0: I'll throw one or weird. two ridiculous accessories, right? Yeah. Like I like wearing these scarves. Yes. I like doing these, uh, and I have like I remember I went to see I went to one of these restaurants. I'm really mm-hmm. cool, and I had this like really fat chain on, and she was like, "How, yeah. how heavy is that chain?" I was like, <laughs> "Yo, I got it from Vitaly. It's fine, right, you know." Right, it's just right, like it's right, a right, thing. Right, right. Um, but I think that's, I think that's where we'll stop at. So, um, as we wrap up here, I want to thank you for being on this podcast. Oh man. Thank you. This, this has been great. And, yeah, thank um, you. and you know, it's softball sidefall, Philly talk. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> i want to invite and encourage you to tell the listeners where to check you out, your work website, the floor is yours.
1: So you can check me out on Instagram at Sean Kenzie T U A that's S E A N K I N S E Y T U A. It's not hard to remember. Um, And my website is com, and you can find out all the information on there uh, like future events, um, you know, like pricing or you can send me an email for whatever you want to do. So, yeah. Those two things right there. That's That's it.
0: Say so you have it, folks. I want to again thank great Sean Kenzie for coming on, thank chopping you, it up brother. with me. Yeah, man, one hundred percent. And uh, it's great being up here in Philly. And um, for Sean Kenzie, I'm Rob Lee. Saying that there's art in and around your neck of the woods. You just got to look for it.